So how can we be flexible to know what phase we are in in our careers and then plan for it? If you do not have a particular place where you can bring this expertise to use, what business around you can you implement that skill set that you have to solve a problem? It might be paid, it might be free, but just to give you that body of work to show that you definitely have expertise in this area. So- Hello everyone, this is Tracy and I am your host on the Visible at Work podcast. Subscribe to hear a weekly dose of actionable insights from me with my decade experience working with multicultural teams across Europe, the Middle East, Africa and North America. You also hear down-to-earth interviews with culturally diverse people who have succeeded to remain visible at work, irrespective of adjusting to different countries, work cultures and people. You don't want to miss this. Hello everyone, I'm excited about another episode of the Visible at Work podcast. Last week we took a break from regular programming and we celebrated the International Day of the Girl Child. So today I'm going to be jumping into two ways you need to start planning for your career and how you can plan for your career abroad. So two things to look out for. And um, before then we had talked about why career planning is important. So I'm going to tell you two things to look out for when you're planning your career. So listen, the first area when you're planning your career really should be mainly about where do you want to be right now and where do you want to be very soon. I I am not one person to just stay and focus on the year and say, where do you see yourself in five years? What do you want to be in two years? Because the truth is 2020 has taught us that Even with all the two years and five years projections, anything can happen. So how can we be flexible to know what phase we're in, in our careers and then plan for it? Ways to start planning your career at every stage. So I'm going to be telling you not based on years, because a lot of times when people move abroad, it's not that you have less than zero to five years or 10 years or more. Um, You might have all of those things, but you're in a phase in your life where you're discovering things afresh and new. And I'm going to work the planning based on phases, not just based on your years of experience. Because here, people don't just um, uh, recruit or um, fill positions based on experience. They, they fill those positions based on value. So I'm going to tell you two different phases of planning um, for your career in 2021 and you can use it and beyond and at every stage you are and what you should look out for so in the first phase um you really should be looking out for um are you in the career where you want to be so is it that you're already in your your role that you want you are practicing uh, what you want to practice so this takes a lot of introspection to really look in and say is this really what I want or is it what my family wants or what somebody else wants? If it is what you want or you are not at where you want to be, then your focus right now should be on marketing yourself as the um, as a problem solver. So a problem fixer, a problem solver. You're marketing your skill sets. You're not marketing yourself. So what problem can you solve in your industry? What problem can you solve 
in your location um, if you do not have a particular place where you can bring this expertise to use what business around you can you implement that skill set that you have to solve a problem it might be paid it might be free but just to give you that body of work to show that you definitely have expertise in this area so you're selling your skill sets as a problem solver in that phase if you are not in the career that you want to be right now if you are not yet working directly with the type of people you want to work with or the projects you want to work with your marketing should be based on marketing yourself as a um your skill sets not yourself um because at that time people are not they are not yet ready to say okay i'm going to take this person on just because of um who that person is of course your personality plays a, a key role um but more than ever they will remember you as solving a problem what what burden have you taken off their shoulders what have you been able to solve for them how have you been able to make yourself valuable um in their side so it's not just what is valuable to you but what is valuable to the person that you're speaking with so that is a marketing problem that you need to solve to start working with real people real issues solving real issues in your industry so if you are not yet in your industry you need to start that and don't wait for for inquiries to come about what skills you can solve because like i said on the surface uh you might have all the credentials um you might put all of that on linkedin but how have you been able to use those skill sets to solve those problems um that's the difference with just putting on paper that you have this degree but because you're now in a new location look for how you can use those skill sets on a real business around you all you have to do is working make that outreach and um work with real people and say hey i'm uh, i am a, an accountant or i'm a marketing person or um i'm a budgeting person would you let me uh assist you to do your budgeting for a month and then uh help you solve this problem what's your biggest area of focus when it comes to your budget for your business is it that um you don't know the inflows and the outflows or is it that based on what you sell you're not seeing um you're not your profit margins are really slim i can show you what areas where you're having those loopholes and how to block those loopholes so you can have higher margins without reducing the production quality um this is the expertise i have i'm just looking to build a case study so that's how you're going to go about it of course you might get um two three four no's but all you need is just one yes so don't focus on the no's focus on that saying you just need one yes all you need is one yes and you're selling your skill set you're not selling yourself that i have um this is me i have a 15 years experience of course there's nothing wrong with that because of course if you work into a business they want to see or know how you claim to be so good in this skill so that is when the issue of your years of experience might come into play but really you want to help them solve a problem you don't have to solve everything in that business even if you're in marketing you don't have to solve everything in that business just look for one aspect around you in that business that you feel one of your skill sets can solve and that you just need it for a case study and that's what you should be doing
So in the next phase um, of visibility, you really want to focus on your personal brand. Now you are in your industry. Now you, you're selling yourself as a, as a leader in your organization, as a go-to person. Then you need to work on your branding, your personal brand. You are a brand yourself. It's not just by having a website, um, but really getting to know people that have encountered you finding out what they what they enjoyed working with you so um it's not a, a hard exercise if you can please try to do that reach out to at least five people that you've worked directly with on projects and send them a message an email or uh, a text that you would like to chat for five ten minutes um and that you would like to ask them a question about um the projects you guys worked on together and what really stood out for them with you some people might not feel comfortable sharing that directly with you you could send them uh if you have that chat with them you could send them uh an email or a text message if you have their phone number um that even two to three sentences if they can share what exactly was the best result they got from working with you um that's a great way to get that visibility going now if if you don't have that close so much close relationship another trick to do that is to uh you send out a recommendation on linkedin to them um i remember working with you and this this are one two three things that you gained um working with them what really stood out on the projects you did together with them and thank them you don't have to wait until it's your birthday. You don't have to wait until you need a job referral to do that. So this is why planning phase is so important um, when you're in this phase of your career. You're not waiting until you need it before you do it. So you do it before you need it. And then when you need it, you have it at hand. So that's the trick to it. So you send a, um, a message or a recommendation for them. You do a recommendation for them. Take your time to think about it first before you get on LinkedIn to type that recommendation and send it. And then just let it simmer for a few days or so. And then you can send them a, a, a message that um, uh, this is a recommendation I posted. I hope that uh, really shows like what we did together. If there's anything you don't feel comfortable with, you want me to take out, let me know. If you want me to edit that, please let me know. And I would appreciate if you could do same for me. And that's it. And there's a law of reciprocity. So the law of reciprocity states that people will feel more likely to want to recreate what you've done for them. So out of the abundance that they feel that you've been able to do something for them, they want to do something back. So it doesn't make it too hard when you now ask for that favor in return, especially if you've taken the time to write a great recommendation so you're not just talking fluff but you're actually mentioning numbers you're mentioning projects that you did and then you now ask for that favor in return it's easier for them to pick up on where you left off because they remember it brings that project to memory then they remember what they did with you and then they can easily respond to that so that's something you can do to get that visibility going uh, and then after those two phases, when you're trying to get into your industry and then when you're in your industry, um, on the, the overarching goal to really start thinking uh, of yourself as a leader and building systems around that to standardize everything on how you handle issues, how you've handled failures, how you've handled successes, how you've handled every task that you've been given. 
um, in terms of your expertise and your skill set, what you bring to the table. You know, it's so easy for us when the time comes to for us to give praises to people around us that we've worked with. But when it comes to us talking about ourselves and what we do best, what we're best known for, sometimes we start to stutter. So that's why I'm saying after you've done these two phases of planning, take the time to really plan out that career vision for yourself. Um, uh, how have you handled several failures? How have you handled several successes? Um, where do you see yourself being good at? Um, you might not have all the answers and you're committed to learning more about yourself. And you have that on the back of your hand, either in a journal or you've written that out somewhere. And then when somebody asks you, um, what is your area of genius? What, what do you do best? You don't need to think twice. You already know what you do best. And you're able to both sell your skills and expertise and also sell your person, your personal brand. Um, for yourself to create those opportunities because the opportunities will not come to you. You have to create those opportunities. So I hope this will be able to tie into career planning and the phase you should look out for and what you should be doing next as we approach 2021. Uh, remember, communication is your superpower to remain visible at work. I will see you next week. Today's episode was brought to you by Career Visibility Accelerator Program. Have you ever felt that sinking feeling of being left out? Then listen. There's a problem you face being a highly skilled foreign professional. If you're an immigrant, a self-funded expert, a newcomer, or have English as your second language, you've prepared for everything else, location, food, weather, a great house, schools for your kids if you have one, but you haven't prepared for the business side of selling your skills in a new environment. You might get a job just to pay the bills. Of course, we all have bills to pay, so that's understandable. But then you get sucked into just surviving. How do you get unstuck from that? And even if you got a job, how do you influence decision makers at work, confidently speak up at meetings, deal with the cultural differences that could affect your productivity and performance? You plan for every other thing else, and all of that is hinged on the work that you do. So, you need to plan for how you manage your talent, sell your skills, build your connections, and recertify to learn a new skill set. There comes Career Visibility Accelerator Program. It is here to help cut short that long, lonely, difficult process as a leading six-week virtual training program to help you stand out at work. If you're ready to take action, then join us and let's go all in. Visit www.visibleatwork.com. Sign up for the waitlist to learn about a proven framework to confidently share your transferable skills, articulate your value, and be the superstar you've always been. It's been tested, proven, and has helped skill the careers of many foreign professionals like you. Join the Career Visibility Accelerator program so you can make that shift from surviving to thriving. Visit www.visibleatwork.com and sign up for the waitlist today.